Welcome to Tech on Toast. The Tech on Toast podcast is powered by REMS Hospitality, using market data to grow your revenue. To find out more about Tech on Toast, head over to our website, techontoast.community, where you can listen to all of our podcasts, read all of our blogs, and search for the latest hospitality tech in our marketplace. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the next episode of Tech on Toast, our new podcast. Uh, with us today, we have the founders of Bond Connect. Uh, so there's two of them today, so I'm going to try and manage this properly. So we'll start off, ladies first, Eva Fayemi. So Eva, uh, what do you do at Bond Connect? Thank you so much for the quick introduction. So at Bond Connect, uh, I'm the co-founder, but mainly I take care of the marketing, also of sales and all kind of growth activities that can help us uh, build our brand. Very good. Very Thanks good. for inviting us, by the way. <laughs> no, no problem. Welcome, welcome. I should have said that. And Ruben Westmeyer, you are uh, in the other corner of my screen here. Uh, what do you do at Bond Connect? Say hello. Hey, hello, guys. Uh, thanks for having us, Chris. Yeah, so I'm also co-founder of Bond Connect, and I'm uh, actually taking more uh, uh, like the background. So uh, administration, strategy, uh, but also, like, basically, we're a very small company, so everybody does everything. Yeah, everybody does everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do have a bit of our roles. Yeah. <laughs> and today I have a bit of um, geography envy because I'm sitting in Wales in the rain. Uh, where are you guys today? Yeah, today we are in Lisbon, but it's, yeah. it, it has not been like that all the time. We were in <laughs> London before and we lived uh, London for Lisbon, a more sunny destination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't blame you as well. And we're going to try and get a brunch in Lisbon, right? Part of Tech on Toast is we try and do brunches yes. all over the UK. So our first one is definitely going to be in Lisbon when we go into Europe. So uh, that I've already been <laughs> yeah. committed. It's a great hub for tech. So I'm okay, sure you good. good. We're good. Yeah. We're coming. Um, hopefully mm-hmm. before. No, no. It'll be next year. It'll be next year. I won't get too excited. So um, we'll start at the start. So technology, um, we're obsessed with it, uh, the three of us. I know Bond Connect is built on that. Do you want to talk us a bit more through, before we get into the uh, question set I've got for you guys, do you want to talk a bit more through Bond Connect and what it actually does and who who joins? I'm a member there. But uh, you, can you tell us a bit more about it? So uh, Bond Connect is basically a, a community. Uh, we are um, we're coming both, Eva and me are coming uh, from Hospitality Tech, obviously, and we were working uh, a lot with consultants and different partners. And what we noticed is that uh, it, sometimes it can be a bit of a challenge to find the right person in the right partnership. Uh, and that's what we uh, were trying to solve. So we're trying to basically put everything, everybody together uh, who has an interest in hospitality tech. You can be a hospitality tech provider, a consultant, revenue manager, anything that has a uh, relation to hospitality. Uh, and um, there you can create your profile and be in touch with uh, anyone you like from our community. Mm. Like we're trying to facilitate links between people and between technology and partners such as consultants or hotel management companies and so on, because there was not really a place to do that before. And uh, we know that uh, we can secure a more um, approachable environment with Bond Connect, you know, and people can talk to each other directly. They can exchange best practices, but also uh, make business and make their business grow. 
Yeah, and I think yeah. that's the point, right? I think uh, finding yeah. an environment where everyone can kind of work together. And I think uh, with technology, especially especially in our industry, there's a bit of smoke and mirrors. People are a little bit of afraid of it because it can be quite sales. You have people coming in selling you all kinds of things. So I think there is space there to have someone in like the middle man or middle lady uh, where you mm-hmm. can connect these people together. And I'm a member of Bond Connect, and I've had a warm welcome in, our, in the Slack channel there, so I know it works. But how long have you guys been going for? Yeah, not so long ago. So, um, I mean, Ruben and I started, uh, we have another company called Bond Partnerships, um, and it's still there. This is our consulting business where we actually advise on partnerships and how to create partnership programs and all of that. And we started that last year, August, something like that, Ruben. Um, Bond Connect is our brand new baby. We started in April this year. Wow. Yeah. Like a lot of people, right? There's a lot of new businesses popping up um, through lockdown and out the back of it. And you've had a great yeah. start, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. definitely. Yeah. we uh, So we started in, in April and I think in, in two months time, we had uh, over 500 users. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, good to know, right? It's validation, isn't it? I always say that when you start something new, you kind of, you know, in our, in our world, it was an event and the first person who bought a mm-hmm. ticket, like validation saying, yes, I like what you're yeah. doing. I agree with it. So yeah. 500 people are telling you that, which is awesome. So yeah, let's yeah. get into it. So, I mean, technology is literally at the front of everything that's changing. So innovation at the moment is pretty much driven by that everywhere. How interested have you guys individually been in tech, I suppose, in your career before you got to this point? So we'll start with Eva. Um, I ended up in tech really randomly Um, yeah (laughs) I mean you know obviously I I always liked technology and you know digital I I was born in the late 90s so you know I I was really quickly into that but uh, hospitality tech and all the operational side of it um, it was when I started working in hotels but it was still not the main um, the main the main part of, of my job when I was working in a hotel, obviously it was more like the guests and making sure that, you know, everybody was happy and was having a good time and experience away from home, you know, all of that. Um, and I basically met uh, the founder uh, of Muse while yeah. I was working in a, in a hotel and he dragged me into this. He dragged <laughs> me into hospitality tech. Uh, and back then I was working with uh, this software called Seahot. Uh, and I didn't know, I knew maybe one third of that, of that, of that tool, right? Yeah. Um, because it was so complicated and all of that. And then when I discovered other systems, which were much more easy to handle and that would automate much more things for me, then I was like, oh, wow, it's a brand new world out there that I actually didn't know. And so I think that's really interesting because you, you were a hospitality worker and yeah, your exactly. knowledge of tech is, you can, yeah. you're busy, as you say, your focus is the guest, right? So yeah. tech needs to be seamless, needs to be in the background, needs to be something that can just fit into your daily routine. Yeah. And I, I yeah. do think there's a massive gap in understanding uh, from the frontline worker to what these guys can actually do. Uh, mm-hmm. And we always mm-hmm. talk about landing tech correctly and the fact mm-hmm. that you can buy it, install it. But really, the reality is you're probably not going to get return for a, a couple of years unless you really work hard on landing it properly. So, yeah, I find it really – that's great that you've got that experience from front to back and understanding Definitely. what it's like. Definitely. What about you, Ruben? Yeah. I was talking to my kids this morning. They were telling me they don't remember a time before mobile phones. Eva's probably the same. Uh, and um, I, I was saying when they grow up, they'll, their kids probably won't remember a time with cash. You know, it's, it's yeah. the change, things are changing that quickly. How about your yeah. love of tech? Where does that come from? 
Yeah, so I've been always interested in tech. I was, uh, I think it was 2015 to 16, I was working for basically an incoming tour operator in Amsterdam and uh, we were um, <clears throat> acquiring some other companies. So my, <clears throat> sorry, my job was basically to uh, to merge uh, two or three different reservation departments from coming from different companies. And obviously they were all working with different systems. And uh, we always used to go to the ITB in Berlin um, in March. And uh, normally I would go there for, uh, you know, to have uh, uh, conversations with our suppliers and our clients and stuff like that. But th this time I was on a really on a mission to find the new reservation software, which we could uh, introduce to merge everything. And man, like, uh, like a magical world opened up. I went to all these different stands and I was like so obsessed with all the, the, the possibilities. And I was like, this is so great. And I, it was very hard to choose one obviously uh but uh, but i chose one and um they came to amsterdam they do the, they did the implementation and i saw like how big the difference was of working before and now having consolidated everything into one system um this was the first time i started hearing about api uh, connections and stuff like that and i was just so so obsessed with it and uh, from that moment on i was like okay I'm working now in this uh, incoming tour operator where I'm working with this technology, but I want to do these kind of projects all the time. I want to just be part of this revolution and see how quick and how better companies can start working actually using technology. So that's uh, basically, I went to Sardinia for, for, uh, for a holiday. I came back and I was like, okay, I'm going to quit my job uh, with Christmas. <laughs> that's what Sardinia will do to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. It was really a calling, you know? And uh, yeah, and then I, and I applied for Muse um and then uh, then it all started wow i mean yeah. i think it's it's really interesting isn't it how um tech can you know especially consolidation where you're taking we work a little bit with deliver uh, who are based over mm -hmm. in belgium and they and they basically condense all the delivery channels into one tablet so they can you know so they can operators basically don't have 15 tablets on the walls they have the one in casual dining where they can just operate all their menus through and that the change in uh, i suppose the benefit is the huge thing that I think sometimes doesn't get carried across properly by the tech guys because they're because the operators are so time poor they don't have time to really understand the benefits of the tech. Is that what you guys do? Do you do you support in kind of explaining those benefits and making sure they understand kind of the before and after? Eva, yeah, sorry, sorry. oh sorry, <laughs> sorry, Ruby. yeah. No, what I wanted to say is that like uh, obviously we do that now and we have a lot of experience in that. But like going back to my example, that I was actually telling about the the incoming tour operator. What, what I saw, so we had uh, we were selling our products on all these uh, online channels like Viator, TripAdvisor, all these things, uh, and we literally we used to have a team of five people uh, um, basically transferring emails into our system manually. And wow. this is like now you think like, okay, this is unheard of, but, you know, same example, people grew up with, you know, they don't know uh, uh, yeah. the time without mobile phones. Uh, this was how it was, you know, there was like a team of five people doing everything manually. And, um, and obviously like with an API connection, everything came in there. Uh, automatically but that doesn't mean and that's also our, our message that we tell our clients now that doesn't mean that you have to fire like five people because they don't have a job anymore no it means that you can actually take on more business and that you can go on more uh, websites yeah. and generate more bookings and uh, and that's that's the message you know that we have to to get across it's not about firing people not about like removing jobs it is about creating uh, more business and and more efficiency so you can handle more business yeah because you redeploy that labor right sorry yeah of course yeah yeah, I guess what we're trying to do is more to um, help tech find the right partners to then find the right customer. 
uh, and not try to shoot everywhere to everyone, but really find your true unique value proposition and who do you address to and who is the best target segment, you know? I think it starts from there. And so when you find the right partners and those who actually know the, the problems or the challenges of the hotel or any other hospitality company, then it's much more easier to, to put in touch just the right people together. Are you guys like the, tind the Tinder of tech? Yeah, we can say that. It was, it was in, our first, uh, in our first business plan. Yeah, yeah, we had it actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what? I, I, don't, I think sometimes you have to be really. I mean, what I've learned over the years is being you've got to be really obvious about what you do, right? Especially when it's something involving tech, because it can get really convoluted, really complex, and people generally don't understand what you're doing on the other end. So sometimes you just got to yes. call it out, right, and say, well, "Yeah, that's true. Match no, your perfect match, and you know, and yeah, maybe Tinder's is not like, the best example. I'm ultimately, sure. if we could have an app doing that as well, oh yeah. So well, I, I, think, I think that is a, a really interesting development. I think that's where this kind of yeah. work will go. You know, I think what you guys are doing, I think, is really the early stages of potentially having that where, you know, I'm an operator. I can literally go on an app. I can tap in my needs and it. Exactly. Yeah. Solution, right. That's that's Something you know, like that. We but, should but do that together. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, and I think it's 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 also because it's all about saving time. Right? So technology in its essence is going to save you time and it's going to help you generate more business or, or more activities or create time to spend more time on a guest and, you know, have all the automation in the background. And I think that's also what we are doing. And although it's it's like not everything is automated yet because we just got started. It is what we do is in essence, it's saving time. So, you know, when you look for partners in technology or consultants or anything, you know, when you have to start this, you go on LinkedIn and you go, you spend a huge amount of time finding the right people, you know, and it's very hard to actually really understand what someone is doing from their LinkedIn profile. So that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to put the right information in essence, um, put it right there so you can quickly scroll to interesting people and see, okay, this is actually, you know, a revenue manager in South Africa that works with independent hotels. That's something I want to, that's someone I want to speak with. And, uh, and that's what we facilitate. So that's really our mission. I mean, and I think it's interesting, isn't it? Because you break the big guys have CTOs, they have these chief technology officers and they have, but the smaller guys don't have anyone, right? They don't have an IT group. They don't have, they probably have a guy who's been quite good at it or a girl who can do a little bit here and there. So the, the yeah. independents, as you say, don't have that uh, opportunity to, but still need the tech, right? They still don't need five people entering email addresses uh, manually. Yeah. They still need that API built. So yeah, yeah. It, it's really interesting. And I suppose you guys, we can go in and kind of fill that void for them, give them great recommendations. And as you say, save them a, a shed load of time and get them straight to the mm -hmm. answer. But as you say, it's trying to actually uh, support him maybe or, um, you know, the, like making that uh, connection and recommending yeah, someone in our network that could help him. Uh, because also sometimes on our day to day, we all have that. We just have this single vision and we forget to like look around or like what's new, what's not. There are so many new um, softwares out there and new technologies uh, you don't really know which one to choose sometimes anymore. And um, I think what we try to do is we try to work with exciting new technologies as well, which we uh, believe have something that can help uh, the end user. And, you know, we try to push for that, for, for, for the, for their message and, and try to, you know, pr propose those, those startups uh, to a new light or in a new market, for example. Yeah, and, and I think as well with these things, when you're buying tech, um, you can land them. I, I know a lot of people have bought tech early, actually, 
uh, early before the, it really ramped up over COVID and the pandemic and ended up landing it quite poorly, as I mentioned before, just purely because execution was poor. How do you go about landing tech successfully? You know, what's, what's your, I suppose, your best piece of advice to people who are going to invest in a piece of kit, invest in their people, as Ruben was saying, so we're going to redeploy that labor, put it elsewhere. But how do you make sure it lands properly and actually gets you that return? Yeah, I think this is one of our our main pillars actually that we're trying to solve. So uh, you know, coming from use, coming from a PMS, we've we've always worked with consultants, and we can see the effect that they can have on actually a proper adoption of new software. And we can see that it's it's not utilized as much as it should be. You know, there are consultants out there who know who perfectly understand how a hotel how a hotelier works, uh, what their day to day activities are, and also what it entails to actually implement a new software. And that could be a new PMS, a new RMS, a new upselling tool it could be anything but you know the just the buying process is already quite complicated so you can yeah. you know you can use help for that from a from a consultant but then the implementation is always done in most cases by the technology company itself which is great in most cases they go on site they have a great uh, week or a few days with the team they bond you know they have a connection they can ask everything but then the team leaves the implementation team leaves and uh, then actually the real challenge starts, right? So then you have to have your team, you have to you know, keep up with the changes that you've made and start using the software as you, as you really need to. And that's the most challenging part. And that's actually where a consultant or someone who is like knowledgeable and they have a, a good relationship with the hotelier and the team, they can help out really in the production or in the adoption of the product. Uh, it's so important that time really. And, and, a, and a consultant can have such, a, such an important impact on that. Consultants, but also you have a lot of specialized uh, management companies now uh, who also support uh, independent hotels, hotel groups, hotel chains, and all kinds of different uh, sectors in hospitality, even F&B. Um, and all those people have the skills to basically um, work with the, the owners and, and achieve what they want to achieve, you know, because those guys have a vision for what they want, you know. Let's say they want to a super brand new digitalized concept for their hotel, for their restaurant. Um, now, how do you go from the idea to actually the operations and also have your teams um, uh, adopt this technology? It's a lot of work. So um, like Ruben said, uh, consultants, uh, hotel management companies uh, can, can help and, and support um, the businesses like that. Yeah, I think I think that's the single in in my world. So you guys are from a hotel travel background. Mm -hmm. I work more in the casual dining space, and I think the adoption, which is a great word actually, Ruben, to describe uh, how people look after it once it's been implemented. It's like a crutch. It's like a new opening. You on a new opening, you have a new opening team who go in and check all the guys who are providing great guest experience. Then when they leave, you always have this dip. If you had to yeah. chart it, you'd see this dip where they, you know, uh, the guest experience drops because the team happens to take on the full range without any support. And I think it's the same for tech, right? You have these guys who come in, implement really well. And then when they leave, you have this real kind of tipping point where people are kind of struggling. So is, th is there a resistance to using consultants out there or is it um, or do you think it's generally it's a because in, in, in our world, in casual dining, it's probably a little bit more resistant to using a consultant to help. Uh, whereas I imagine it might be less in the hotel world. Am I, am I right or wrong? Yeah, no, I think it's quite, uh, yeah, a lot of hotels are using consultants, but actually what, what you know, and that, that's also something that we're trying to focus on, actually it should also be coming from tech, right? So yeah. the tech company can see actually like, okay, the product adoption or the experience of our client with our product at the moment, it's not as it should be. You can you can put in some, some checks and see, okay, how are my clients actually using the program? Uh, and then say, yeah, we see some, we see some disturbing signs. 
yeah. you know, you're not you're not changing these things, or you you are changing a lot of things. So what's going on? And you know, it's all it's all about mm-hmm. resources. So all the tech companies, it's hard to have you know a person on the ground. So that's why they all have like online help mm-hmm. desks and 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 chatbots and stuff to help out, which is great for the like the urgent things. But as a tech company, I would say, okay, you can you can see your client is not doing as good as they could be. So here you go. Like there's there's actually this great consultant who lives like half an hour from your, your hotel. Like why don't you have a chat? Like let him come for one hour a week or, or a day a week and help you out with with installing our program because or you know the adoption of our program and really you know teach you how to use it in the best way i think that's that's that could be an amazing opportunity for both also consultants because you know they can now only not only focus on hotels to get to generate business but they can also start using technology companies for yeah. to 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 get business in the, the reluctance uh, comes uh, sometimes like in terms of like hoteliers can be price sensitive and, yeah. you know, they actually think when they buy a new tech that they can automate a lot of things and do a lot of things by themselves. So like they are a bit surprised when they start using tech that, oh, they actually need maybe still a few humans out there to operate the strategy. And um, they're like, well, no, I just bought a software that cost me this per month. So this should do the work and that's it. Um, which, you know, it could make sense and it does, but yeah. And I, I think, I think um, that, that leads perfectly either to digital, tra- I mean, the word, the buzzword, digital transformation. I think you just put it perfectly there that when you buy tech, it's, it's, it's not a square peg in a round hole as such, but sometimes it takes a lot more development across the whole business rather than just doing it in one place. So if I bought room service tech or I don't know, I'm, I'm not a hotel, but if I bought something for the guest experience in, in the lobby or whatever it might be, it doesn't necessarily mean that I've fixed every problem around it. It means that I've automated something and digital transformation then needs to be happen across the whole business in terms yeah. of strategy. Do you see that? Um, how are guys approaching that in your in the hotel industry? Are, you, are people now building a digital strategy as it would be across their business? Or is it still something where they're kind of buying one thing, then stepping back and then buying another? Or do you think people start to really look downwards uh, on digital strategy? From what I've seen and from personal experience, because at Muse, I used to be account manager, so I used to be working with hotels <laughs> and trying to help them... Um, uh, build their own uh, tech stack around uh, the, their vision. It's really difficult. Um, I have rarely seen uh, environments where everything is smooth and all the teams are working uh, super well together. Yeah. Um, because first of all, you have maybe the technology barrier. So uh, you need to uh, implement a new tech stack, sometimes with your original tech stack, like your Sometimes you're not changing everything. You're changing one or two systems. Yeah. So the, the, the API connectivity, the seamless um, you know, technology and flowing information, it's, it's one aspect that needs to be uh, done properly first. And then second, yeah, the organization uh, between the teams and the different departments and things change and team change and leave and go. So there's a lot of complexities to it. And that, that is yeah. interesting, actually. Sorry, on, on that point on people coming and going, because retention is a huge issue yeah. in the industry across the board, especially at the moment. Yes. So with people turning over, do you find that is it is that quite an issue then with tech still delivering what it was meant to be delivering in the first place? What do you think, Ruben? Like, Because if people are coming and going all the time, are you still getting the benefits you have from when you originally bought the piece of kit? 
Yeah, I think so because it's so user friendly, you know, and that's that's really a plus of of the the technology that's available today. Like it's so easy to learn, and like everything is super intuitive and 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 easy flowing. So you know, you don't have a, a one uh, Opera specialist uh, in the whole organization that only knows how Opera works, and everybody has to ask uh, this person. That used to be the case. I'm older. I remember yeah. those days. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was the, the specialist, and uh, you know, and and now yeah, 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 it's super easy. And if you don't know how to do it, like uh, your colleagues know, or you can just quickly go uh, you know online and, and figure it out it's super easy but actually like in addition also uh, to your previous question what i wanted to say is that i think there there are two things uh, important on that question first of all i would say that you know the best way is to really start with a strategy and really come up with a digital transformation strategy and to to change everything in your business however the cool thing about the landscape these days is that actually there are so many different solutions. So, you know, if you don't have the time to do that, and if you're a small hotel and you just say, okay, I want to actually be more engaged with my guests, there is specific software for that. So you don't have to change your PMS and your channel manager and everything. You can actually just super quickly start and, and test actually different ones because it's all like SaaS models. So you pay a monthly fee. If you don't like it, you can just quit your contract again. So I think that's really, you know, uh, uh, really a, a plus point of the, um, uh, the landscape today available. And it's super easy. So always the best thing is to think about what you want to change and and see you know see the bigger picture but definitely if you if you just think like okay i want to try some things and i want to see if i can get better engagement with my guests or if i can get a better balance in between uh like direct bookings and indirect bookings just start testing out some technology it's really easy i think that's the thing that's all about outcomes what do you want to achieve from buying something because obviously don't do it unless you know what you want to get from it because you're going to end up wasting some money right but I, I, as you said i don't think there is a niche anymore is there there isn't a niche piece of tech it's see it literally will cover everything um i find it really interesting on that point though what is there a problem we've got generally in the industry that we don't think tech is solving right now or we think it could could solve mm, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's hard to uh, to to ask that to, to tech ambassadors right <laughs> <laughs> you can give a recommendation <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, obviously there are. Yeah, I think like communication, internal communication is one of the things that uh, Eva just mentioned it already. It's something that's yeah. always a challenge. You know, it's, it's like the bigger the, the organization, the harder it is. Uh, it's always going to be a challenge, uh, internal communication. Mm-hmm. I don't think there are there are tools for it, but I haven't seen like it's just more about behavior of people than really, uh, you know, the tool. There's a company called Yapster in the UK. You should check them out. They, they do. They they look after that in casual dining. They work with some big retailers as well as casual dining, but they're really interesting. Sorry, Eva, you were saying. No, no, that's fine. Um, at the end, I think that tech uh, is, is still without human. It, it you know without without a human touch, the human, the people behind are still super important. Uh, tech running by itself, it doesn't have a much uh, higher um, performing rate. You know, and we should use technology or businesses should use technology to um, to actually adapt to new ways of, uh, of of society and how society is and works and digitalize. Everybody uses their phone now, uh, but everything is going so fast yeah. <laughs> that uh, sometimes I think that maybe our businesses uh, take more time because, you know, every year there's something new. But, it's so um, true. I mean, I, I think back to the banks. Remember the banks and... Um, about probably five, ten years ago, they started getting rid of all the counters, right? And they, um, you walk yeah. in, and these strange people are walking around in the middle of the bank, talking to you, mm-hmm, asking, mm-hmm. Like, "What do you want? Get back behind your counter, yeah. you know." And and the reason is because techs allowed them to come out and deliver customer yeah. service in a different way. And I think that 
hospitality should really, because we are a customer service industry yes. more than a bank would be. Um, and I think we should address that in the same way. I mean, is that something you think is going to happen more and more in a lobby when you walk in? You're going to get this kind of roaming guest experience? Yes, I think so. Uh, yeah. we're, we're seeing it already. That's yeah, great. for sure. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. I, and I, it's still actually, uh, it's surprising that it doesn't happen so much, right? So, like, basically, hospitality is, is a home away from home. So, you know, you like, when you come home, you don't gonna check in uh, after a reception desk. Uh, yeah. You know, you're going to come in, you feel welcome, you're going to sit on the, on the sofa, have a drink, or you're going to go to your room straight away. And, and that's that's something like it, it can all it's it's all out there the technology is there people can check in beforehand they can do everything you know to make sure that you can come in uh have a drink have a great experience someone taking you back to the right room you know all the, all of those things but it's still you know and that's that's a part of behavior i guess also uh yeah it's still like some people are expecting to go to a reservation desk or a reception yeah. desk and 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 provide their details and provide their passport it's all about, you know, some people are mm. not really happy to do that beforehand, but the technology yeah. is definitely there. Yes, to be fair, uh, for, for me now, I, I think I'm kind of adapted to, to that and I see it more and more. I mean, even if you uh, check into your airline now, I mean, uh, you don't go to a desk, right? You, you go to the, those kiosks and those kiosks are more and more present in hotels, like obviously not uh, in the middle of the countryside, but in the cities, uh, main yeah. cities, I think you, you see that more and more, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I to think, be honest, oh, sorry, go on, Ruben. No, to be honest, I haven't been in a hotel for one and a half years, so <laughs> maybe it changed. <laughs> yeah, it's all new now. Wait till you yeah. go. It's like a bank. <laughs> uh, but I was saying McDonald's, literally, I mean, no one really know, no one really looks like this, but McDonald's have retrained Europe, right, in, in terms of the way people behave with ordering and pay at, pay at kiosk and kiosk ordering. They, they took the pressure off the tills and put them back onto the screens. And whether you love or hate them, uh, the way they've behaved around tech is really interesting. I actually think they're a leader in it. And I think that um, when it comes to copying anyone or looking at what they do, they're often one step ahead of everybody else. And I think uh, in the hotels, I, I think the worst part of any hospitality experience is the checking in and the paying the bill, right? That's the two things I hate doing because you have to wait for both. And both of them involve giving someone some money, which is not a, a nice thing to yeah. do, right? Uh, yeah. Even though you have to pay for a hotel. So I think people are starting to address those issues and making i think ruben was talking about home from home and i think eva you actually said that you both used that phrase today but it's really interesting that's that is in essence hospitality right and that's what we should be doing everywhere yeah yeah completely but uh what you said also is completely true i think uh you know the arrival phase with the check-in and the checkout phase and all the payments etc i mean uh a lot of systems now are 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 here to and are booming to to help resolve uh, those, those issues and have this really seamless customer journey, you know. So um, I think a lot of new things are are happening and are to be followed. Great. Yeah. And my, my final question to you guys: so you must get asked a lot of questions uh, by non-tech experts like me. Um, and what is the most common request you're getting from people, either your clients or your customer or anyone you're working with? What's the most common thing you're being asked at the moment? Can you introduce me to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's yeah. it yeah. is. Can you, yeah. can you marry yeah. me up the latest pay at yes. table? Uh, so, yeah, it's really like that. Um, you know, there, 
that's also like there's so much out there so it's hard to choose and like it's really you know it's hard to keep up and uh and you need some experts or people you know who are in the industry and who are who are in the middle of it to help you sometimes guide you okay you know who do i need to speak to and not not per se in in terms of tech but also in terms of people and it's funny because you you uh, already uh, earlier you mentioned also some roles you know like ctos and growth officers and there are so many roles these days in companies so sometimes when you just want to reach out to someone it's like okay I want to speak to someone to like about an integration or about a potential partnership or whatever like who do you reach out to like uh, chief growth officers uh, like yeah. i don't know how many different names and yeah i think what what we're also trying to do with bond connect is uh, like you know we, we try to tone it down a bit and go back to human and say okay this is not a growth officer uh, or growth revenue officer but this is chris you know and he can help you out <laughs> mm. i think yes. it, and again hostility is about relationships right you always, yeah. I, I, me personally, when I was buying tech as an operator, I would, I would, under, I kind of had a good understanding of what was out there, but I probably bought the person I got on the, the best with. Yeah. Now, that sounds really basic, I know, but generally, if I met all these different guys who were selling me these different solutions, generally, I'd have a bond, probably more. There we go, bond. Uh, I'd, be having, yeah. I'd have a better connection with one person than I would another, and that would probably end up at my sale. And I think that the tech guys need to remember that, right? That that's also key to the business we're working in. That's completely yeah. true. Like um, I've started basically to introduce people without them asking me to, and I really enjoy this actually because I'm like, if those two can match, and if those two like will be happy meeting each other and eventually do stuff together, like I just feel so happy that it's thanks maybe to me, you know, that I can put my little, um, yeah, my little seed to the to the flower. I don't know, but uh, I think Ruben and I are. are yeah, we like to connect people and actually not only in hospitality. I mean, we match friends, uh, we match uh, so many. <laughs> we need to go here. Uh, a friend yeah. with another friend in Lisbon and they are doing great things together now. So, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's who we are. We bond. <laughs> no, no, I think it's great. And I think, well, you know, and the fact that we're doing this now, this podcast today, uh, we only met, what, three weeks ago, Eva, I think? Yeah. Uh, purely yeah. Eva reached out and said, what are you doing? Uh, let me tell me what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we got talking. And, I, and I, I'm also a big believer in collaboration. I think that the industry is so big and so complex, and we've made it that way, unfortunately. Uh, and, it, and it needs this kind of time together. I think communities, someone used that word before, is absolutely perfect for, for what we need to do. And I think whether it's in tech, whether it's in food and beverage, whatever it might be, yes. I think that community, it's, it is our responsibility to bring people together and kind of help them make those decisions because there's a lot of money sloshing around uh, in the wrong place probably, uh, being wasted, uh, I think is the right way to put it. So, yeah, I think it's great what you guys are doing. And I, I'm in, although I, I struggle with Slack because I have it on multiple devices mm. and, I'm trying to, and I'm old and I'm trying to make sure they all work at the same time, <laughs> I am on there still and, and trying to connect with people. So uh, it's all good. So and before I let you go, tell, tell me a bit more about what you guys do then. So on a day off, what do you like to get up to? Like, you know, we spend so much time behind the screen. Uh, it's always good to outside to go outside. So that's also a reason why we why we moved to Lisbon. Uh, everything is in within hand reach, you know, the beach, uh, nice forests, uh, mountains. We can go everywhere. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's yeah. that's that's something that we really like to do. Just uh, and, and uh, obviously like work, uh, you know, it sounds uh, very te cheesy, but it is like that because we, we enjoy what we're doing. Uh, and um, yeah, we love it, but uh, you need to take some time for yourself sometimes and just go out, yeah. be at the beach, uh, take a nice walk, uh, stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go out with some friends, uh, have a drink, and you know, just living life, enjoying what yeah. we have. Yeah, the present moment. Fish. It's Lisbon, right? Isn't famous for its fish. It's lovely. Exactly. Um, yeah. and, yes. and if people are listening, right, and they need your help, uh, which I think a lot of people will, uh, how do they get mm -hmm. hold of you? Where do they find you? 
Yeah, well, the, you can reach out to us on uh, on LinkedIn and then, of course, join Bond Connect, you know, so we can chat directly yeah. on Slack. Uh, but we're super open. Like, just make a connection with us on LinkedIn and then and then we'll uh, we'll chat. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate you Thank taking you. time out of the day. I'm looking at your background there, Eve. It looks lovely. That's a co-working space, is it? It's super nice. Yes, it is. It is. I'm uh, actually on a, how do you call that? A swing. Swing. Swing, yes. <laughs> very cool. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's, a restaurant, there's a restaurant chain in um, in the UK called Mowgli, uh, run mm-hmm. by a lady called Nisha Katona, and uh, she has those swings in her in her oh, restaurant. Yeah. yeah, really yeah, nice, really nice. Very interesting. Nisha yeah. got a shout out. She'll be happy. All right, good. Well, guys, thank you very much. Thank you, Ruben. Say goodbye to everybody. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, uh, so thank much, you everyone. Thank, thank you, you for Eva, listening. We'll, uh, hopefully, I'll see you in Lisbon uh, in the new year. We will Absolutely. for sure. We will make for it sure. happen. Good. Yes. That's good. I like cool. that. Make it happen. Make it happen. Guys, you've been listening to Tech on Toast. That was Eva and Ruben from Bomb Connect. If you want to get in touch, you'll find the uh, details right in our bio. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. Make sure you tune in next week to find out who we've got coming up, or you can go and check out techontoast.community to find out more about what we're up to. Have a great week.